This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, have you been following the story about Arthur Street School's Infants Building? This building's New Zealand's oldest school building and the issue of its future has generated a lot of concern among those interested in the city's built heritage. Among them, Southern Heritage Trust founding trustee Anne Barsby who joins me on the line now. Good morning Anne, nice to have you with us again. Good morning, thank you Jeff. Now, um, for those who haven't been following this story, tell us a little bit of the backstory here. Why is this building so important? Well, it is indeed. Um, it was built in 1884, uh, no, sorry, seven, um, which was at the time when Dunedin's population was growing very rapidly. Um, and the schools were becoming crowded and um, health for the small children was not, well, it was at risk. And it was decided to trial um, having a separate building for them. And this was the first one in the country. And the model was very successful and it was used throughout the country. But as far as we can ascertain, this is the only of its type left. And it's incredibly important, and it is category, it's listed with Heritage New Zealand, and it's category two. And the um, school and the Department of Education should be um, taking heed of the heritage guidelines, which are national ones, um, Heritage New Zealand and the Ministry of Education are obliged to follow, and this hasn't been happening. What has been the usage for the building in recent years? Um, the most recent, up to about three years ago, it was the school library. But it was being used as um, classrooms in the past, and um, I think Montessori School used it at some stage. Um, you know, there have been various uses, but the library was probably the most recent and um, remembered um, uh, use. With um, uh, Joan Weiss Goodman, um, who was the Gooseman, who was the um, teacher in charge, and very fondly remembered by many people. How would you describe the condition of the building at present? Um, the rumour is that it's in terrible condition and mould on the walls and things, but apparently this, uh, the leaks were um, repaired and it's not leaking anymore. It's had a chance to dry out and it's not in as bad a condition as people fear. And the um, slate roof is um, also in better condition than people um, anticipate, but the you know there hasn't been a thorough condition report um, actually carried out. What has the school publicly said about its intentions for the building? For this building, well, it, it doesn't um, appear in to be needed in the new school rebuild, and that's what's about to happen. Um, though it was decided to demolish it in the first place, uh, or and in, as the fallback position is relocate, um, but they're not looking at a reuse for it or um, any uh, role for it as part of the re build new school and that's a bit of a tragedy too. Now obviously this has alerted 
organisations such as your own, Southern Heritage Trust, uh, to uh, to become involved and to be heard about this. What what discussions have there been in the community about trying to find a solution here? Uh, very few. Um, unfortunately, this is um, you know a late on um, <clears throat> alert for all of us, and at the moment we're uh, you know frantically trying to. Um, stop the um, well re- uh, removal. Unfortunately, um, that it won't be demolished now, but um, the relocation is a problem, which isn't sense, and it may not um, survive in a state that anyone thinks it's worth trying to repair it. Uh, the school, as far as we can ascertain, has not um, given us any thought. And the public hasn't been consulted, nor the parents, and certainly not Southern Heritage Trust. And the ministry is um, saying that uh, consultation will happen and is happening, but that isn't really the case. You mentioned relocation. Who's talking about relocation and relocation to where? Yes, the ministry is now talking about relocation, um, and they're, they're... the first we heard, it's um, the discussions are happening with Ferrymead in Christchurch, and we only learnt that the world first learnt it through the ODT. So you would obviously uh, much prefer that this building stay either on site or in Dunedin somewhere. Exactly. Now, sending it off to Christchurch, it loses. Uh, well, it's a big loss for Dunedin and for the link with education in the early days. And, you know, sending it to Christchurch is crazy. And, the, you know, it doesn't make sense. It needs to stay in Dunedin on its site, and then its authenticity is intact. But take it anywhere, you lose all that. And how do you see a way forward from here? What would you like to see happen? Uh, well, a lot of... Um, <laughs> public uh, appeal needs to happen so that and promotion so that more people know about it and come on board in terms of trying to um, have a voice and make a difference. And the ministry needs to take heed and follow guidelines that haven't been followed. And the school needs to rethink um, how it could be used, you know, for the in the school in the future. And there's a wonderful opportunity with the NZQA new curriculum for history, including local history. And here we have a school that tells the story of education, and the school is celebrating its 150th this year. And the new school is really, you know, they're very keen to get that up. Um, And it would be a tragedy um, or ironic to be destroying their only heritage building that will be left. You mentioned its classification. Um, You know, does that classification come with teeth? It should do, but in this case it's not... You know, it, it, it is legal that they have to have an archaeological assessment um, and carried out. 
that's um, legally binding for Heritage New Zealand. But, um, uh, you know, other than that, it hasn't got that um, legal standing, really. What's the timeline on this? Which is most unfortunate. You know, classification should mean, you know, that something can't happen and other, you know, the proper process should be followed. Yeah, what's your understanding, Anne, of, of how quickly or otherwise it's, the school might move on this? It's a very tricky situation, and we're trying very hard to, you know, communicate with the, um, well, the Department of Education, the Ministry, and we've had correspondence with through um, um, Chris Hickens, and it's, it's ongoing, but time is, you know, we're getting very anxious because the school building is due to be pulled down, you know, very shortly and rebuilt. And that's the time when they want to you know, relocate. And if the public would like to find out more about this building and what, how they might get involved, what would be the best thing for them to do? All right, get in touch with Southern Heritage Trust. And we're just preparing um, a, a petition, which will be online, and also, you know, some hard copies. Um, you know, we need to gather that public um, evidence of public support. And so that would be a huge help if we can manage to gather the numbers. And the alumni, there are a lot of people who are very, very anxious about this. And, um, you know, public concern as well. And we're very grateful for the ODT to have covered um, what they have with articles and the um, letters to the editor. And we've got a long way to go, yes. All right. So, uh, Anne, uh, you at the Southern Heritage Trust will be keen to hear from anybody who might want to have a voice in this. And indeed, I suppose you'd encourage people to contact the school directly as well. Well, why not? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yes. No, thank you so much, Jeff, for you know giving the airtime to this um, dire cause. <laughs> well, we'll follow it with interest, Anne. All mm. the best with that. Thank you so much for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show. Thank you very much. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air.